Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Employment Matters podcast brought to you by the Employment Law Alliance, the largest network of labor and employment lawyers from the best law firms around the world. I'm your host today, Susan Deneker, with the law firm Steptoe & Johnson PLLC in West Virginia. On the program, we span the globe and receive updates on critical issues from ELA members in each region. Today, I'm really excited to be joined again by Veronica U. Welsh, who's a partner at Shaw Rosenthal LLP in Maryland. Veronica and I got the pleasure of being able to discuss some updates and important laws on pregnancy protections for workers. And now we're here to give you an update. Veronica's got some really important information to share. So we're gonna continue our discussion on the topic of expanded protections for pregnant and nursing employees in the US under the Pregnant Workers Fairness Act in the PUMP Act. And there's some recent guidance out from the EEOC and the Department of Labor that Veronica wants to talk with you about. And I'm so excited to get to join her again. Veronica, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Susan. I'm so glad we were able to meet so soon after our discussion in February to provide some updates on these laws. We've got the Dream Team back together here to talk about pregnancy protections for employees. And we said we were going to come back and talk. And here we are, Veronica. So let's just jump into this. So let's talk first about the Pregnant Workers Fairness Act. This was one of the laws. There were some laws that were signed into law at the end of the year with a bunch of legislation by President Biden. This was one of the things that happened, but it doesn't go into effect until June 27th, 2023. But here we are with that date creeping up. And have we gotten any word from the EEOC about some guidance as to how employers should be looking to implement that act? Yeah. So last time in February, we were talking about awaiting formal regulations from the EEOC regarding the Pregnancy Workers Fairness Act or PWFA, which we haven't received yet. But in the interim, the EEOC has recently released guidance titled What You Should Know About the Pregnant Workers Fairness Act, which provide some guidance relating to filing charges. It provides some examples of reasonable accommodations, and it also provides prohibitions employers should be aware of prior to June 27. And that can be found on the EEOC website. Is that right, Veronica? Correct. And a quick Google search, just PWFA EEOC guidance, it'll pop right up there for you. Yeah, I've looked at it and it does give us some background. It's laid out well in terms of some questions and answers. You mentioned that the EEOC guidance addresses charges that can be filed now under the Pregnant Workers Fairness Act. Tell us when employees can start doing that if they've got a claim. Yeah, so the law goes into effect on June 27, as you mentioned, and on June 27, employees can start filing charges so long as they allege a violation that occurred on or after June 27. So the law is prospective, not retrospective. And if there is a violation that occurred prior to June 27, the employee can still pursue a claim under Title VII or the ADA. So they still have some form of recourse there. That's a really important point. And I think we would both agree that employers need to be thinking about preparing to implement the Pregnant Workers Fairness Act because it is coming up here in a couple of months. So I think we would both recommend that they don't wait till the last minute to do that. Would you agree? Absolutely. So you mentioned that we were hoping to have EEOC regulations now on the implementation of the Pregnant Workers Fairness Act. We don't have those yet. Any insight on when we may see those? 
The guidance didn't provide an exact date for the release, but it did explain that the public will have an opportunity to weigh in, provide input and comment. So we'll still be on the lookout for those. But this brief guidance that the EEOC provided did give some examples of accommodations, as I alluded to, and those include the ability to sit or drink water, closer parking spaces, flexible hours, appropriately sized uniforms and safety apparel, additional break time to use the bathroom, eat and rest, leave or time off to recover from childbirth, and to be excused from strenuous activities or unsafe activities while pregnant. So this initial guidance did give us a glimpse into the types of accommodations that the regulations will weigh more on when we get them. That's really helpful information. And, you know, I think it's important to remind employers, too, that this is an expansion of pregnant workers' rights. We obviously had the Pregnancy and Discrimination Act before, which prohibited employers from treating pregnant workers different from other employees and did require accommodations where there was a disability. But often there are pregnancy-related conditions that don't rise to the level of disability. And so it would be helpful, Veronica, maybe if you could just remind our listeners as to what they need to be looking for to know when they need to provide some of the accommodations you just mentioned. Yeah. So if your employee lets you know that they're pregnant and they need assistance with something, this initiates the interactive process as you're familiar under the ADA. And so as Susan was saying, we can kind of share from our experiences that we have with the other laws that are already in place to understand the interactive process and the fact that you need to have specific discussions with each employee to make sure that they're being accommodated under their unique set of circumstances. Well, let me switch gears on you now. We're going to stay in the pregnant workers protection space, but let's talk a little bit about the PUMP Act which was the Providing Urgent Maternal Protections for Nursing Mothers. It was also signed into law at the end of 2022 by President Biden and was an amendment to the Fair Labor Standards Act. Talk to us a little bit about what we've learned now from the Department of Labor in terms of some guidance on that act. So similar to the EEOC, the DOL has on its website really great resources specific to the PUMP Act. And they've issued some guidance titled Frequently Asked Questions. There's a DOL fact sheet on pumping at work. And there's even a virtual presentation with slides if you know employers want to go on there and just get an overview of the topic with some pictures and slides. Then you can do that, which I think is great. So yes, the DOL has just re-emphasized some points on the pump back that are important for employers to know in advance of April 28 when the Pump Act goes into effect. So let me get into the nitty-gritty of this with you, Veronica, because it seems reasonable on its space. Employers need to provide a location for nursing mothers to be able to pump at work and express milk. But let's talk about the details of that. Has the Department of Labor given us some guidance on how you can provide dedicated space for nursing mothers to pump that is going to meet the requirements of this act. Yes. So the DOL has made very clear that a bathroom, even if it's private, is not a permissible space for pumping. So if that's your only option, you need to start getting creative and thinking of other ways you can create this private space 
that's shielded from view. And the guidance did provide that you can create a temporary space. It does not have to be a permanent space, which is good to keep in mind. What about employees who are working remotely? Are there any considerations employers need to make for those employees? Yeah, so the PUMP Act will apply to the remote workforce as well. And the DOL guidance makes that very clear and wants to ensure that the employees are free from observation by any employer-provided or required video system, including computer cameras, security cameras, or web conferencing platforms. So you want to make sure these employees are still getting their breaks. And to the extent you have some video system that is being used often, you want to make sure that those are all turned off. We're in a brave new world. These technology issues throw some interesting fact patterns in, but it's really good to remember. And I think just in terms of reminding employers about the PUMP Act, there were legal requirements with regard to providing space, but that applied previously to non-exempt employees. Now the PUMP Act means employers need to be providing this to everybody, exempt and non-exempt. And then, Veronica, I think we should also remind employees about what it means to provide breaks to employees and what are the wage considerations as it relates to those breaks? Yeah, so breaks should be completely work-free. If you're providing this break, there should be no work performed. If your employee does perform any work during these breaks, they will have to be paid for that time. So this will be really critical for your hourly workers and you need to make sure that they're being paid for all time that they're working, even during these breaks, which they shouldn't be performing any work. Really good point. This is a time when we really let people off, like lunch breaks and other breaks that are required by law. Let people off. And if you don't, they've got to be paid if they're doing anything. And in this day and age, we talked a little bit about some of the technological considerations, right? We're answering our phones. We're answering emails. We're on a Zoom or a Teams. And so I think you make a really good point. Employers need to be cognizant and recognize those risks as it relates to payment. So we've got an upcoming date that's significant as it relates for the PUMP Act for employers to know. Veronica, talk to us about that. Yeah. So April 28th, this PUMP Act goes into effect. And as we were just talking about the wage considerations, this is part of the FLSA. So that all goes into effect on April 28th. And workers can file a complaint with the wage and hour division or a private cause of action with the courts starting April 28th. So obviously, it would be violations on April 28th or thereafter, but it's coming fast. And if employers haven't done so already, it's really time to start getting these policies in place. Any final takeaways, Veronica, for our listeners today on this expansion of pregnant workers' rights and what they need to know in the next couple of months? Yeah, I just think there's no time like the present. These acts are coming out in the next few months and they're going into effect and we need to be prepared for them. So if you haven't updated your policies already, do so. And be sure to check in the EEOC and the DOL or with your own counsel to get advice as needed on how to be prepared to comply with these laws. Well said, Veronica. Well, listeners, you heard it straight from the expert's mouth here. Now's the time to get ready to comply with both the Pregnant Workers Fairness Act and the PUMP Act, both of which have deadlines coming up for compliance. So be in the know, be ready to go. Veronica, another great conversation. Thanks for joining us today. I hope that we maybe can do this again when we do get some specific regulations on these acts. But in the meantime, this was fantastic. Thank you so much. 
Yeah. Thanks, Susan. Pleasure as always. Thank you listeners for tuning in as always. If you would like to connect with Veronica, please click on her bio in the description of this podcast. We also encourage you to reach out to any of our lawyers around the world by selecting Find a Lawyer on the ELA website at ela.law. In addition, search the ELA website where you can sign up to receive invitations to our upcoming webinars, download white papers and on-demand content from our online library, or access ELA's exclusive Global Employer Handbook. You've been listening to Employment Matters, a podcast brought to you by the Employment Law Alliance, the world's largest network of labor and employment lawyers from the best law firms around the globe. I'm Susan Deneker. Thanks so much for listening.